Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am Kevin Kaufman, your host of the Kevin and Fred Next Level Agents podcast, the real estate podcast that brings you short business tips and tricks, as well as in-depth interviews with some of our industry's leading minds. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. Dustin Runyon, welcome to the Next Level Agents podcast, my brother. How are you doing? I'm doing outstanding. Thanks for having me, brother. Dude, I'm so thankful that you would agree to give us some of your time today. So, um, brother, like, let's just jump right into it. Like, um, so a lot of our, a lot of our listeners and viewers today, I've seen you talk, not everybody though. And so what I wanted to do is just give a chance for people to meet the guy I like to call D run Dustin Runyon (laughs) and, uh, like who the heck is Dustin Runyon? I want to talk to you about your, your kind of your career through real estate and a few other fun things and, and topics I'm sure we'll get into in the next hour or so. Um, but dude, if you don't mind, uh, I would love to just kind of start off with, uh, introduction to you and kind of who you are. Give us the, uh, give us the elevator pitch on Dustin, Dustin Runyon, and then we'll kind of, I got some specifics I want to nail down with you. Cool. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me again. Um, little, I guess, um, synopsis. I've been, uh, been doing real estate since I was like 19. I sucked at, at college. So I dropped out of that as quickly as possible. Um, got into real estate was, was terrible for, about five years and then ended up uh, running, uh, f- fixing and flipping properties in Phoenix, then coming to Havasu, running an office down here, building that, um, opened a coaching and consulting company where uh, I teach at universities, coach and consult for leaders and for organizations in regards to leadership and environment and um, obsessed with, with psychology and, and, and how to get, uh, how we do, how we do what we do and why we do what we do. And uh, yeah, man. And now I'm, I'm rocking, started a, a real estate team in 2019, um, just rocked it. We're on pace to do about 40 million our first year, um, um, left the, left the, um, running the, 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 the company, the real estate company. And, uh, yeah, man. So got the coaching consulting company rocking. Um, I, I travel and teach and, uh, got the real estate company, um, rocking right now and, uh, got a few, uh, other endeavors I'm rocking too. Yeah. Cool. That's a great- that's a good overview, man. So one of my favorite things about you is like you were one of those crazy guys uh, like myself that said, you know what, I'm going to do a ton of short sales. And you just started yeah. negotiating short sales, right? So that's one of the things I think that has bonded us from the very beginning is our love for apparently just uh, abusing ourselves with the bank, right? <laughs> yeah, so, oh my God, it was painful. Yeah, I do. Total, total painful time, but also totally great, right? In a lot of ways, both learned both learned, learned a ton from them. So um you you covered a lot in your intro. You you've done a lot of different things in the real estate space. So you you ran a real estate company. You've done flips. You probably I think you're still doing flips as well from time to time as opportunities present themselves. Yep. This year you said 2019, but I know you meant 2018. You started oh, a real estate team right uh, yeah, there yeah, in your hometown of Lake Havasu, and like um back the truck up, dude. Forty million dollars in your first year. Yeah, first twelve months we'll we'll do that. We started July of this year, and so in our first twelve months, we're we're on pace to do about forty million. Yeah. So, do you know? I, I'm gonna like we're gonna dig into that, okay? And here's the reason why I was actually thinking about you yesterday uh, in another conversation I was ha- having with somebody else that ha- had to do with we 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 were using the word mindset, but it's like psychology, right? And yeah. So, you know that text exchange that I'm talking about, right? That you oh, and I yeah. had. On, yep. on how success is like 80% psychology, 20% mechanics. 
yet the amount of time people spend on vice versa, right, is is it's disproportionate to where the results really come from. Correct. And tell me about tell me about that. Teach me that. Teach our, teach me about psychology versus my mechanics and like like where are we missing the boat? Because to hit forty, bro, I'm talking to people that can't get one house sold in their first year, and you just said my team and I are going to sell forty million dollars worth of homes in our first year. So how the hell does that happen? Yeah, yeah. Back to like the psychology mindset is, um, you know, this happened. Um, I got into a company and I started and, and I got infatuated with um, short sales, to be honest with you, if I was just to be for real, that uh, that created like a lot of um, anxiety. Like that was that was brutal on me. I did four years of short sales, closed like 250 short sales in the four year period, um, which wasn't a ton, but there was two of us. And so there was only two of us doing this. And so it created this like mental like monster inside of me to where um, um, I was focusing on a lot of things I couldn't control. And I was letting, um, you know, letting a lot of things affect me that I shouldn't. So I got into, started reading on psychology and um, got obsessed with it. And I came into this company and I saw all these people that had all the tools, all the resources, had everything that they needed to succeed. And a majority of them just weren't succeeding. And it would baffle me because I was like 24 years old, right? And I had that naivety. And I'm like, what? They're given everything. And with the company that we had is like, we had nothing, right? We had our own brokerage. We started our own brokerage, which was, <laughs> looking back on it, it was like, yeah, it was not, not, we did not do a great job, but we learned a lot from it, which was great. Um, and so I came into the company and I'm like, everyone has all the strategies they need. Everyone has all of the resources, all the strategies, everything they need to succeed, and they're not succeeding. Why? And so I just got obsessed with, with, with psychology. And the reason why was, and it's that, that exchange that we had that day is majority of people spend 90 to 95% on the how to. And if how to's work, there's a book that you can grab. I think if it's how to's work, we'd all be like fit, rich and skinny or something. And yeah, one of my, it's like my first mentor wrote that book. It's called how to's were enough. We'd all be skinny, rich and happy. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just not the case. And that's where a lot of people spin their wheels. And so it really is psychology. So, you know, and I would even go as further as like 90% is, is the mental game um, with 10% being the strategy, the how-to. And so I just got obsessed with psychology and then creating an environment of psychology and you saw it just shift. And, um, I, and I'll share it later on today, but there is an environment that you can create to where it, it, it benefits, um, it benefits the, the, the psychology and the emotional fitness and the psychological strength that it's going to take to get you to where you want to be. Yeah, so something I, I hope that uh, th- people listening to this conversation pick up on is is uh, Josh Smith, uh, who, who you know uh, was awesome. on re- was on recently as well too, and he's talking about his peak performance coach and how she's like completely changed his life, and it has literally not been about business, even though it's been all about business. Yeah, and you know, right? So in my mind, what I'm hearing is psychology, not mechanics, and so man, it, it just. When I look at some of the people around, that I'm around and then I look up to like you and Josh and, and a few others, constantly what's showing up is psychology, psychology, psychology. The mechanics, like they have to be there, but it's such an insignificant piece of what's really happening that it's, you know, it's almost not worth talking about. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, me and Josh had that exact same conversation. I was on his podcast and um, I've got three coaches. I have a business coach. So that's going to help me with strategy in my real estate business and in the businesses that I'm working in. Okay. I have I have a, um, a psychologist, just a, a psychologist, just to talk about things, uh, 
that I'm rock and rolling and that, that performance, right? This, uh, the psychology of it and how to advance my psychology and to always be strengthening that emotional fitness. And then um, the second one is I have a leadership coach. Oh, I love it. Man. People and leadership. Yeah. And so I think it's super important. And I, I loved it when Josh shared that. Um, I love that. He, I, I don't think enough people talk about, about that. They, you know, they get on and when they, we talk about strategy, 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 and he's a big, big proponent of the mental game. Yeah. So, okay. So you have three coaches. So yeah. you're like, it's, it's safe to say you're investing in yourself. Oh yeah. hundred percent. That was like, dude, I always said like a coach is like the angel on earth, man. That's when my life really, really started to change is I, when I was 25, I, uh, I was like forced to have a coach and they're like, well, if you're going to come on and do this, you know, we're going to get you a coach. And I was like, cool. Hired a coach. And like, we first just started on my calendar. And it was just super basic and then just kept working and working and working. And ever since 25 and 32, seven years, I've never gone without a coach ever. Dang, seven years off. You know, what's funny is like when I think about you, dude, I've known you for longer. But the thing that that bond that I feel like really connected us is we went to a Tony Robbins event together uh, yeah. about three or four years ago. And uh, I guess it was three and a half years ago now. Uh, and <laughs> Number one, we had the greatest Uber ride of all time. But, <laughs> yes, gangster rap, NWA. <laughs> uh, but number two, though, like th just the fact that you like, it's no surprise to me that where I would spend time with you uh, the most was like at a place where you're working on your psychology and getting better. And, that, and I was doing that too, right? And I think that's one of the things that just has attracted me to you over the last couple of years to want to be around you more and hang out with you more is the fact that you are always working on that because it's not strategy. We all, and I think we all fall in that trap, right? I think it's normal as humans where we are, we're taught that way all through school. You know, like there's a certain way to do things, right? There's a certain formula that if you do this, then this, then this, um, that we're going to have success in, in whatever success is. And what I've constantly seen you and, and others, some other top performers do is like, yeah, okay. But like, I'm going to go focus on like right here between, between my ears. And I, I just, that's so underplayed and under talked about in the business world. Um, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, anyways, I, I admire you for that, I guess is what I'm saying. And like, why do you think, Dustin, like, why is it that that is so underplayed and undervalued? Why isn't it talked about more? Or maybe not even talked about, why isn't it acted upon more? I honestly think it's easier to sell strategy than it is to sell mindset. So it's easier to sell, it's easier to sell products, right? It's easier to sell the new shiny object. It's easier to sell the how-to than it is to sell the fix you. And not fix you, but like that you're in control, right? It's yeah. easier to sell that. It's just easier to sell. So you see more of it. Like, hey, it's not you. It's that you don't have the right Facebook strategy. It's not you. It's that you don't have this new shiny object over here that, that could just fix it all for you. It's not you. It's it's the fact that um, you have to you have to you you have to buy our product, and then and if you do this, then everything will be okay. That's easier to sell in today's world. Yeah, no doubt about that. So, okay, so let me ask you this. So you've led a lot of people over the last few years, uh, realtors specifically, who who's obviously the the vast majority of our listeners here. Um, yeah. And at all different levels, right? You've been around some really high performers. You've been around some like brand new got licensed. Don't know if I'm yep. going to make it right. Um, totally. So, I mean, when they come to you, I'm like, like, how do you start a consulting session, man? That's what I'm interested in because yeah. you've consulted so many realtors. Now you're consulting them on your own team and in your own company. Uh, but you've also done it where 
was part of the office that you ran. Yeah. How, and I know you're also coaching people. Like, wh- where do you start that process at with people? And they suggested, yeah. great. I love it. Psychology. Great. I'm going to go pick up the Jordan Peterson book. And like, <laughs> yeah. what, what the fuck do I do today? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what do they do today? Well, if they're coming or it, there's a few different ways, obviously it's all situational in regards to where they're at. I mean, if somebody's struggling in business and whatnot, I just, the very first thing I ask them to do is just take me through a day. And if they, and if they just, if they can't, um, if they can't with clarity explain to me what it is that they do every day, then we need to, we need to really, really boil down kind of where they're spending their time. That's the first thing. Um, I really try to listen. The, the big thing that I go after, and there's actually a video on my website where I explain it in more depth, um, DustinRunyon.com. But what I really am looking for is the truth. And so like the real truth, not my truth, their truth. And what tends to happen is, is the truth is painful and the truth hurts or, and at the same time you hear all these other things like the truth will set you free. Um, but what people tend to do is when they look at the truth and I think, I think it's uh, Cheplak who says this is growth is the constant pursuit of your truth. And yeah. it's just so, that's just so true. When he said that, I was like, that's exactly what I'm explaining in this, in this, in this gig is like, if here's your truth, we, we go to approach the truth and it looks scary so what we do is we create this force field that blocks us from getting to the truth. Like the force field could be, the, this little force field that we create could be, I don't have time. Um, I'm not smart enough. Um, I don't know enough yet. I'm too young. I'm too old. I'm, and we create all this force field that stops us to, from getting to what's real, right? Um, and then there's also things that we, we're unconscious of. Like a lot of times in business, your spouse is your biggest problem. Like I hate saying that, Like, but it's just the truth. Or um, you know, the people you're hanging around with every single day, or, you know, you think you're hanging out with high achievers until you get around high achievers, like, right. Like nine, nine figure guys and and gals who are, who are creating insane, insane businesses. Um, And then you realize there's another level. (laughs) So in the consult, so to answer your question, you know, if somebody comes to me with a a problem, I I ask him just to walk me through a few other days. Uh, The goal for me is to look at the world through their eyes. Okay. What does the world look like through their eyes? What do they care about? What do they value? Um, what is it they want? You know, big three questions I ask. What do you want? Why do you want it? And what are you willing to sacrifice to get it? And usually that third answer doesn't align with the first two. They aren't willing to sacrifice enough things. They're not willing to sa- – I would say most people are more loyal to their comfort than they are their family. Tell me about that. Like what are you willing to sacrifice? To- Let's go deeper there. Josh said the same thing What I would uh, in a moment. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, that was part of something he was talking about. So go go deeper on that. What, what, what do you mean by that? So pretend you're consulting me. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm the agent, and you, like Justin, I, what do you mean? What am I willing to sacrifice? Well, I, I would ask you. Well, the first question is, I would want to know what it is that you wanted and why you wanted it. So, like, so so, and then from there, I would I would it would be pretty simple. Um, most of the things. Most of the things that we're not, most of the things that we're not willing to sacrifice are emotional. And so once we can handle the, the psychology of, of, of what we're not willing to sacrifice. So we spend a lot of times, we spend a lot of time in our life doing things that meet our needs in the moment and do not fulfill us long term. Right. Right. And so I, I would look for a lot of the things in your life that you're, that you're doing that meet your needs in the short term but are destructive long-term. Okay. 
So you're looking, you're, yeah, it's okay. So you're looking for the, the patterns of those things that the decisions yeah. I'm making on a daily, maybe even hourly basis that is feels good in the moment, but hurting me long run. It feels like it's the right thing right now, actually the bad thing for the long run, for the results I say that I'm after. Yep. And then we, I, would, I, would, I would really try to build a lot of rapport with you, try to look at the world through your eyes. From there, what I'm looking for is what are you avoiding? So what are the things in your life that you're avoiding that if you didn't avoid them and you faced them head on with openness and readiness, that, that there would be growth? Does that it's make sense? Easy. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And so what I like to do is I like to go to the root of it. Okay. Um, I, I don't like a lot of people are trying to solve these little problems so they can avoid the real problem. Right. They solve yeah. all these little things so they can avoid the real thing because the real thing's going to going to hurt. The real things means you're going to have to step outside your comfort zone psychologically. It means that you're going to have to break old beliefs that used to serve you that don't longer serve you. Wow. Okay. So, okay. So I think, I feel like we could talk about this for, for the rest of the time, Forever, but I yeah. want to be able to talk about other topics. However, on this topic, Dustin, so all right, I'm a listener. I'm listening to this conversation that you and I are having and I'm saying, you know what? I'm willing to do, I'm willing to get real with me. Like I like what Dustin said. Um, where, where, what do I do, man? Like, what's my first step? Like, who do I, do I need to read something? Do I need to hire a coach? Is there a certain company? Do I need to take a test? Like somebody wants to get on this journey of, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to unfuck myself. Right. I'm like, I want to go after it and I'm willing to be real and I'm willing to find out, you know, those things about myself. What do I do? Okay. So right off the bat, we are, we are, we are connectors. So meaning we are social animals. We feed off of connection. Whether you believe that or not, we feed off connection. And whatever your belief is in regards to this, um, there was a, a, a Harvard psychologist where he talked about you can literally look at, um, you can look at, this, at species and realize like our, um, our, 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 what, what is more social, uh, mammals or reptiles? Mammals. Right. Right? They're more social than reptiles. And then if you look at primates compared to mammals, who are more social? Primates. Primates. And then humans to primates, which ones are more social? Humans. Humans, right? And then we're kind of going backwards a little bit now, right? Um, Is because we don't connect. The very first thing that I believe that that we need to do is the only real way to connect is to remove judgment. So if you and me are going to connect, Kevin, the only way for us to really truly connect is, is to remove judgment. And, and most people in their life today, they only really connect like at 11 o'clock on a Saturday night after a bottle of wine, right? <laughs> they call it like a heart to heart. We had a heart to heart the other night, man. That was, and, and it actually feels really, really good because they connect with another person. But who is it that we communicate with the most in our life? I, I would think ourselves. Ourselves. Yeah. And who are we judging more than anybody else in our life? Ourselves. And so if you're wanting to influence, let me, let me give you this. You cannot influence anybody that you judge. And so, and you can't connect with anybody that you judge. And yet here we're trying to influence ourselves to become more, do more, feel more, share more. Yet we're judging the hell out of ourselves every single day. So if you're... Yeah. So if you're going to, and I know this and I, it, and it is, and I know maybe like airy fairy or whatever, but if it, it, it's actual, like 
I always say it's actual, you want to go to strategy. Here's a great strategy for you is we have to start with removing judgment from ourselves. We have to stop beating ourselves up. And when we stop doing that and we start appreciating ourselves a little bit more, we can start to connect with ourselves. And when we connect with ourselves, we can be more true about what's really happening. Think about it. The people in your life you connect with the most, that you trust the most, you open up with to the most. There's a conversation you and I had when I dropped you off at your hotel room last time we were here where I opened up to you. I said, it's not this, this, this in a relationship. I can go all the way back to this and it goes back to, you know, whatever. It goes back to really this route. And so when you're willing to connect with yourself without judgment, you'll find those things. You'll find the truth so much easier. So step one is to remove judgment and stop beating yourself up over every little thing you do. The world makes a lot of money off of you beating yourself up. Society and cultural conditioning is, is, is conditioned you to beat yourself up consistently so you can go and purchase more things that don't truly fulfill you, but they make you feel good in the moment. Yeah. And that's yeah. just, so that's step one. To find your truth, we've got to connect. and We've got to be willing to be open and truthful with ourselves. The way you do that is you got to remove the judgment. Remove the judgment. I like that. You know, it's funny to go back to that word connection. Um, you and I have talked about this a lot. Like, uh, there's a there's a guy who's a friend and, and a mentor to me as well. His name is Joe Polish. And, yeah. Um, you know, he's got uh, his his mission in life is to change the global conversation uh, on addiction, right? And uh, and he always says like the opposite of addiction is connection. And so, you know, it's funny. The more I learn about this these uh, silly things called human beings, like the more I realize it does come back to something that simple. What I hadn't thought about is like removing the judgment for myself, but it, you just made me think you came and spoke for the, the group 4610 uh, conference last year, right? The think bigger conference. And I'll never yeah. forget one of the things that you said, it didn't just stick with me um, because like it's been repeated to me 25 times from, from other folks was like, would, would you be friends with yourself if your friends spoke to you the way you speak to yourself? Or you, you said it way, way way more succinct than what I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you essentially said, would you even be would you be friends with yourself if one of your friends sp- you know spoke to you that way? And the answer is no. Like we tend to beat ourselves up, uh, no matter how much we love ourselves. Like we do tend to. I, I like to think I love myself. I really do like myself quite a bit, and yet, like I find myself in self judgment all the time too. And you know, it's I had a buddy remind me. Like I didn't follow up with a buddy. We were supposed to go grab a beer last week, and he just texted me. He's like, hey, dude. I know it's crazy for you right now after the holidays. And I went into like, oh my God, I'm an ass. I dropped the ball, yada, yada, yada. Now, he actually happened to used to work for the guy that wrote that book, If How To's Were Enough Skinny, to, we'd all be skinny rich and happy for a long period of time. And that's how we initially connected. So he quickly reminded me of like, whoa, dude, get the hell out of like beating yourself up in judgment around not freaking having a beer with me. Like, come yeah. on. But it's so funny. I sit there and I think for myself, like, oh, I love myself and I do. And yet it's so easy to fall into that on something so stupid, like go and have a beer with a buddy. Here's why though. You're condi- we're conditioned to be that way. So instead of saying like, I'm sorry, what we do is we'll beat ourselves up because we beat ourselves up. It makes us feel better about making the mistake, right? We're conditioned to like, you're not sorry. No, I am sorry. Like if you say you're sorry and you smile, society says you're not really sorry. Right. It's like, no, 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 I am sorry. I'm just not going to kick the shit out of myself for the next week because of it. 
Yeah. So what we do is we punish ourselves psychologically, then we feel better about it. Then we feel better about making the mistake. Oh, that's crazy, man. Humans are so fucked up. Um, <laughs> like, aren't we? Like we're yeah. totally jacked. We're, we're, we're totally jacked. So yeah. All right. So I, I think we could go on. So okay, so it starts with unjudging ourselves and then Yep, connecting. Yeah, connecting. Uh what's the next step? Is there is there books? Are there coaches? Are yeah. there companies? What 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 do you do? So then from there, I'll give you we only have so much time and I'll give you some um some like quick or not quick stuff. I'll give you some um um just some like I guess like the the bullet points of it is the very first thing that I'm gonna look at is what you're focusing on too. What are you focusing on? And there's three key, maybe four key things that I look at. One, are you focusing on what you can or you can't control? Okay. That is huge. And I know that conversation is starting more in business, and I really like that. I am seeing some of the, the influencers within the business community talk about that, and I really like that. So what you can or can't control. Most people are focused on things they can't control. And when you're focused on things that you can't control, you're powerless, and you feel powerless. And there's very, very few things that you can control. So let me go into this real quick. There's a difference between expectations and standards. Expectations are outside of your control. Standards are behaviors. Ooh. You're not in control of the fact of whether you can set, like for instance, I didn't get any appointments today. You're not in control of whether you can get an appointment or not. You can control how many calls you make, how many connects you make, how good you are at scripts, how often you practice scripts. You can, you are in control of how many times you ask for the appointment on the phone, but you aren't in control of whether you get an appointment or not. You're not in control of how many closings you get. You're in only in control of your behaviors. And what a lot of people do is they listen to this. If you can closely, a lot of people put their happiness in what happens or what doesn't happen instead of putting happiness in their behaviors and how they act. And when you put your happiness in, in things and in, 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 um, in things that happen outside of your control, you are now victim to those things. So if things go good, you're happy. If things go bad, you're pissed off or sad or depressed, right? And so you, you're this like constant, right? Up and down. What needs, where you will find fulfillment is in the way that you behave on a consistent basis. Those are called standards. Remove your expectations and raise your standards. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Everybody's putting their happiness in all of the, it's like, you know, I've got five deals going and three of them fell out, you know, damn it. It's like, yeah, it's not, it's not great, but are you in control of it? No, but you had an expectation uh, because I forget who said that, but it's like happiness is reality minus expectation. Yeah, I've seen that. Right. But here's yeah. another thing that I would add to that reality minus expectation while behaving in a way that is true to your heart and that is fulfilling to what it is that you really want. Does Damn. that make sense? Yes, it does. So we need to remove, like, we got to quit letting things make us, I, uh, and this is going to sound ridiculous and everyone's going to, a lot of people disagree with this and that's fine. This is what I do in my life is got to quit letting outside things make us so happy and so sad and start allowing our behavior and how we behave because that's all we're really in control of. We can influence things, but we can't control them. The more you try to control outside things, like 
you're just it's delusion like you think you have control of them and you don't yeah um is is to let the standards in your behavior that's all you can really control uh the second thing is do you focus on what you do or you don't have most are focused on what they don't have right um it's funny you get two leaders who have the same resources one kills it one breaks it down right one complains about everything that they don't we need this we need this we need this while the other one's taking it to the moon same yeah. resources right one's focused on what they what they have and the other one's focused on what they don't have and then the third thing is are you focused on the past the present or the future what do most people tend to focus on past past and it's and it's in where you're going to find it is folk, where you're going to find um, um, Success, or at least for me, is focusing on the present moment right now and then what I'm going to create in the future. What I'm going to create. So these are our focuses. I know I went a lot real quick, right? Real quick. I like it. Yeah, it's connecting with yourself and removing judgment. Okay. That's how we're going to influence ourselves to move forward. If I just judged you all day, I can't influence you, right? right? If I understand and appreciate you, I don't have to agree with you. If I understand and appreciate you and look at the world through your eyes, we can influence. Second thing is what are you focusing on consistently throughout your day? Are you focusing on what you can or you can't control, right? Are we focusing on, the ex on, ex on what we expect or are we focused on our behaviors, right? Second thing, what you do or don't have. And then are you focused on the past, present, or future? That's awesome. So that's what I'm looking at, right, when, when I'm sitting with somebody. Cool. And, and by the way, environments can like companies can as a whole it goes even bigger right it's not just a single person what is the company focusing on sort of thing so um i want to go one more story get the hope is a strategy so <laughs> you had a video like that that video blew up and that like caught my eye i mean that was one of the that video might have been the single reason why i was like dustin i need you to come to think bigger I need you to drive to, to, to Tempe and so you can speak to our team. And then, oh, by the way, then I need you to drive to Vegas a few months later for Next Level Agents Live. And, yeah. and I need you to talk. Uh, so could you tell us that story real quick? I hope is a strategy. And you know what I'm talking about, that video, uh, that, that, that experience you had with a potential client. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So um, I was hired to consult for, for uh, these, these guys who have, have been super successful. Um, they saw me, heard about me through through people. That's usually it's all organic. Usually how how you hear it. And I go to sit down with them. And we're actually um, we go to sit down at a restaurant, and there's two of them. And before they even sit down, like I go to sit down. Before they even sit down, the one guy looks at me. He goes, "Hey, before we even get started on this, I've like I've I've, I've heard your your shit, and I'm I'm not into this whole rah rah positivity shit that 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 you do. And I'm like, my rah rah. What like what is what's rah rah? What is that? And he goes, all, all your, you know, all your positivity, inspiration shit. And I'm like, did, did I say something that inspired you? Like, what the, and he's like, no, no, no. Just like all this, like, you know, this blah, blah, blah stuff. And I'm like, and I don't know why, what, it just came out of me. You ever said something after you said it? You were like, hell yeah. I said like, that. Whoa. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was me. Um, I said, uh, you know, positivity is a strategy. I go, if anything else worked, I'm not loyal to positivity. I'm loyal to the outcome it provides me in my life, right? Positivity is not like rainbows and unicorns. It's looking at the solution when a problem arises. 
right? I go, if sadness, depression, anger, resentment, if those worked, I would use those things. I was like, but positivity is simply a strategy for me that I use. And he was just like, whoa, we sat down. I've been working with him for ever since. That's but, yeah, awesome. It's, it's, it's that. a psychological strategy. Yeah. It's not like airy fairy, you know, we aren't clapping when things are going wrong. Like I don't say my car is clean when it's dirty. Like it's not getting rid of the truth, you know, it's, it's, it's acting in a way that benefits your future self. All right, man. So Without, I want to, what's ahead. that? No, no, I, go ahead. I want to hop, I want to, I want to switch topics. Cool. So another thing about you that I, that I know and appreciate and, and I want others to, to get this because I think there's actually some business lessons in here too, um, is tell me about only orchids. So it's a, it's a, it's a local nonprofit right there in your community, right? Yep. Tell me, okay, so Only Orchids, what is that? How did it start? And what, like, what is it doing today? Yeah, it started by this thing that I learned um, about, like, we only have so much time, right? And so how is it, I love hanging out with my friends. I love, I love socializing. Like, it gives me massive amounts of energy. And I also wanted to start this charity. So I said, well, what if we just started this charity with my friends, Right. And it, we can we can hang out and do good together, and it can be purposeful and, and pretty awesome. So um, there was a thing in, in our town called uh, uh, Havasu Orchids and Onions, and it was like the positive and the negative. You know, people would go on there, onions to Kevin for <laughs> for cutting me off her. today. Yeah, <laughs> cutting me off today on the side of the street or whatever. And orchids to Kevin for you know being sexy. In um, yeah, all day baby, and. Um, and so I just started this online Facebook group called Only Orchids. So it's only positive. Like you could go to this place in the morning when you got up or whenever you scroll through Facebook and you could scroll through our Only Orchids page and it could all be positive stuff. And it blew up. I think now we have like 13,000, 12,800 people over on the, on the page now. It blew up. And so we attached the charity to that. And so what I learned about all these charities and being on all these boards and stuff is everyone's so damn political. Like if we do something here, then we have to do it here and then we have to do it here and then we have to do it here. And I was like, I just want to start a charity where we do what we want, give to who we want, whenever we want. And we make fundraising exciting. So we throw parties. We like, we, we have a, a desert warrior challenge where it's like a Ragnar race where uh, we set up obstacles and everything and all proceeds go to our charity. Um, we hire like, People that come down, uh, we had a concert with these guys called Con Bro Chill. They're freaking awesome. And um, all the money goes to our charity. Um, local brewery here in town that, that we throw parties with and stuff. And we raise money and then we give it to whoever we want, whenever we want. It's pretty cool. So there's the, the mission is to simply just um, spread positivity, to drown out the negativity by making positivity louder. And by, uh, by getting the younger um, group in our community to, to, to make giving and, and serving cool. And so, um, yeah, so that's what we've done. And we have a lot of partnerships and this year we're going to, we feed people at Thanksgiving this year, we're feeding 2000 people. Um, we, we partner with local businesses and, um, we're feeding 2000 people. And then, um, at Christmas time, um, our goal is to give away about, uh, about 2000 toys as well. That's awesome. So, yeah, it's just a, it's a charity where we just kind of it's like that entrepreneurial spirit of like doing whatever we want to do in regards to giving. Yeah, you know, I love it. That's awesome. Um, I also think that I'm just going to go into my business mind here for a second, if I could. Um, I, like my guess is that's not hurting 
the Dustin Runyon sales team? My, my guess is it's probably supporting you because it's something that you're doing, number one, that you're passionate about, but number two, out in your community where you're actually selling real estate. Yeah. And, and I think that goes, I don't want that to be missed. Like, I don't want to just talk about the charity, although the charity is awesome. It's so cool. I love the way you guys, I love some of the stuff. I've seen you give away money to teachers just because they're teachers and they need a break. Like I've seen some of the stuff I've seen, I've seen the contest for the biggest tip that can be left on the bar tab, whatever thousand dollars, who can beat it. Stuff yeah. like that. I've seen that. And that's all I, I like. I love that stuff. Right. Um, and I like that. It also could positively impact your real estate sales business. And it's something I think a lot of us as realtors who are going, well, I want to get more business from my community. I want to be more involved in my community. And I think there's a lesson there to actually just go get involved in your community and, and actually do it the way you like it. Cause you started that from scratch. Yes. Thousand percent. Yeah. If you're not involved in your community, you're doing your business a massive disservice. My buddy out here, out here, he owns like five dealerships and I heard him consulting with someone. I was in Nebraska with him over the weekend and I heard him consulting with, with another, I heard him like um, on the phone with another guy who owns a bunch of dealerships and um, they don't have great numbers. And he said his biggest problem is he doesn't want to get involved in his community period. End of story. Like it's just like you have to get involved in your community. I always said I want to be known as like the community guy. I, I, what is Jay or uh, Jason Anderson or Jason Jason Anderson? Um, Jason Abrams. Jason Abrams says, um, like real estate's a pop business is like a popularity contest essentially, right? Yeah. Like you have to get involved and give back at some level. It it not only is it fulfilling, but it 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 does great things for your business as well. Doesn't that go back to the conversation around connection? Yeah, thousand percent. Like, thousand percent. You know yeah. how many people I get to connect with just by by handing out two thousand meals and shaking their hands and uh, giving them hugs and like really connecting with people on a deep level. When we do things like that, they open up. They're they're honest, and you're connecting with your community. Period. End of story. And no matter how big your city is, you can connect with the people in it. Period. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's so awesome. All right, man. So so we're winding down. We got just about fifteen minutes to go. Tell me about what like okay. So we're this is basically the end of 2018 right now. We're coming up on 2019. It's right around the corner. What's coming up for you in 2019? What are you excited about in 2019? What are your projects that you're working on, if you can tell us about it, uh, in 2019? Yeah, 100%. I'm, uh, I'm going to be traveling and speaking a lot more in 2019. So um, the goal is to have about 100 dates where I'm out speaking and traveling. Um, to get our sales team next year, the goal is going to double. So uh, uh, we're really looking to grow that um, to, to at least uh, triple that. And um, yeah, man, just continuing to grow myself and to continue to learn and, and to continue and expand on, on who I am. That way I can serve and give more to the people around me and the people in, in my life. So that's awesome. If I wanted to go see you speak in person, like could I see that on DustinRunyon.com or do I need to go somewhere else? Yep. Get on all my social media stuff. Um, there'll be an events page on my site as well. Um, on my dustinrunning.com site as well. Um, I'll be speaking in, um, in Scottsdale. I'll be speaking with you and I'll be speaking at a, a growth summit up in Scottsdale in December as well. So I got two, two in the first, I think it's the first week of December. Awesome. Right? Yeah. Awesome. And then, okay. So what are you excited about outside of that, that Dustin's doing? Like, forget about work for a minute forget about speaking. Um, like what's exciting for you coming up in 2019? Like, what are you, what are you most just like juiced up about? 
Oh, that's hard because <laughs> that's really hard outside of work. I mean, it, it it's I it pretty much consumes. I let it consume me. I want it to consume me, but it's um, outside of that. Um, I don't know, man. I'm I'm really excited what we got going with 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 uh with our our team here with um, the the coaching and consulting that's growing like crazy, like too crazy. It was crazy. Like of course, right when I start this thing, that thing just it, it like tripled overnight. And so um, why wouldn't it? <laughs> and so I'm excited about that. Um, you know, I I really that's all I do, and I spend time with my awesome fiance Lee. Um, so she's amazing, by the way, she's like the best. I always she's I, like. Like I, she gets so much props, like having a supportive spouse at home is so freaking important. And I'm so lucky. I'm blessed. That's, that's a, the greatest blessing in my life. Period. Yeah, she dude, She's rad. And it's, it's, it's easy to see um, how much she enjoys supporting you. And like, she's obviously super special in her own right too. And totally. And, um, but she's dude, she's awesome. Uh, so, all right, dude, one of the things I know about you, you love to read. You're always reading something. What are you reading right now? Yeah. Uh, actually I knew you were going to ask that question. So I pulled it up. Um, I'm reading some, let's see here. So a book that it's going to sound weird. There's a really good book called, uh, I'm going to pull it up the denial of death, which is good. I try to read, I would challenge two people like read outside of your industry. You do that a lot. Like you go to, you go to, you know, Joe Polish's stuff, you're going genius network. You're going to a lot of things that are outside of, um, that are outside of your, your industry. Right. Yep. Um, anything on like emotional intelligence, there's a good book, emotional intelligence 2.0, um, the denial of death. Um, I love anything to do. I love, um, uh, the biology of belief is a really good book. Um, psycho cybernetics is a really good book. Um, gosh, dude, I have hundreds of them. Um, I'm going to steal a Tim Ferriss question. Which book have you gifted the most and why? Honestly, probably because it like there's a time in my life where I was like I was was the lowest I've ever been and um, And I remember I was actually out here on the island and I was in my Ford expedition. It was gold It was the golden retriever (laughs) and I was low man like low low like as low as you could get without going lower (laughs) Um, And I remember my buddy mentioning mentioning Anthony Robbins and I drove to this place called Hastings. I don't know if anyone out of Hastings, but they'd sell oh, used yeah. books. I grew up in Yuma, bro. Hastings. Yeah, hell yeah. Hang so, out. <laughs> yeah, right? That's where we hung out too. And so I drove there and my buddy had gone to a date with Destiny and when he was in college. And I drove there and um, I bought Awaken the Giant Within. And I read the whole book in the coffee shop there at Hastings. Um, and I still have it. Actually, I gave it to Lee. I've read it like 10 times. So there's like... There's like 10 different highlighters. I loved it because of, it was a practical way. It was practical psychology. It was a practical way. A lot of it was NLP, like neuro-linguistic programming. Um, a lot of it was just your basic stuff that you could get out of like the alchemist, right? Like, but it was like, it was packaged in a way that you could really understand it, how to speak to yourself, the language that you use, what you focus on, um, what you, like all the things that we kind of talked about today. But um, that's probably what I've gifted the most. To, I wouldn't say the most, but that's a book that I give to a lot of people that I care about. Cool. Yeah. Awaken the Madison. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I love, I love hearing that. So I know Tony's had a, had a big influence on your life. So that's uh that's cool to hear that. I, I didn't know that that would be the answer. So yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's the book that I think 
I don't know if I got actually gifted it the most, but it's the book that that like, it's the book it's it's the book that got me into books. Okay, that was the first book I ever read, and uh, that year I read a book a week. Like right after that, I read a book a week, like every week. Um, it was horrible because I, I hate reading. I, I listen to everything now, um, but um, yeah, that was the book that that it kind of ignited me. Awesome, man. All right, dude. Well, we're wrapping up. I'm not going to keep you too long. Um, I have one more question for you, and then I, I want to like anything else at all that you want to you want to wrap about. I, I want to be able to do that. Um, my last question for you, and if it's something you already covered, that's fine. So we say it, but I, I ask everybody this question, and I got this from somebody who's impacted my life, uh, Dave Asprey, on his podcast Bulletproof Radio, which is all right. So. What are your three tips? Like, leave us with three pieces of advice for just kind of in general kicking more ass in life. Doesn't have to, doesn't matter if it's business, personal, whatever. Just three tips for kicking ass at life, doing better at life. Hang around better people. And know that is so cliche to say, but even people in your life that are really nice and really good to you um, and really caring and really loving, you don't realize it but a lot of those types of people are slowly bringing you down. Yeah. Like period, get it, get in there. There's another level into whatever it is that you want in your life. Get around those people, call them, ask them to go to lunch, ask them to go play. Like I do it every week, almost still to this day where I call people I admire and I ask to hang out with them. So get around, get around, like get around, not better people, but get around people that are so much further than you. Okay. Like that make you feel a lot of times that makes people feel insignificant. So don't let it make you feel insignificant. Like allow it to inspire you and get around them. Cool. Okay. That's number one. Second thing, stop focusing on shit. You can't control like, yeah. period. I already went over that, but stop focusing on shit. You cannot control most of it. You can't control. So you got to make peace with the fact that you're not in control of majority of what's going on. Third thing, you're too fancy. Stop with the fancy shit. Like everybody I try to, everyone is like just so fancy about business and everything that they're trying to do. Like stick to the basics of life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give more, you know, give more than, than you take. Um, you know, if you're in business, stick to what works and stick to the, what you know works. And then further down the road, you can get fancy and just stick to the basics of life. Be appreciative, yeah. you know, be good, yeah. do what's right. When you, when you say like, like, like forget the fancy, you know, stop doing that, that, that leads me to like something I was taught, like Ben Kenny always said this to me, like complexity is like just, the, it's just an excuse for inaction, right? So we make things complex so we don't have to act. And, and so when you heard, when you said the word fancy, I heard in my mind, you know, complexity, that's what we do. Totally. We, we make things more complex because then there's like a built-in excuse for why I didn't really have to take the action I, I know that I really should be taking. Oh, that's what I, yeah, we all do it. And it's like, we create a story that justifies the result we currently have. And the story makes us feel better about it because the truth hurts. So we cover it up with the story. And though that's that force field that blocks you from getting to what's true. Dude, yeah. the, the whole reason we've been able to go from like zero to a million and zero to, you know, to be number on our fourth month, the number one in our whole city is we just aren't sexy about anything. Like nothing's fancy. We do like three things every day over and over and over and over and over again. And then we create an environment that is, that is first one, a, 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 an environment of energy, performance, quality conversation, accountability, and coachability. 
you do that, it's just it, it. You're right, Ben's Ben Ben's been uh, uh, I've, I've, I've Ben's been an influence on me too, and uh, he's 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 huge on just like, and he's right. It's just stick to what is simple and what works. Yeah, and like, like you know what I mean. In a relationship, it's the same. Like the beginning of a relationship, you're you're you go there to give, 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 and a year goes by, and then you start focusing on what you're not getting now. Start focusing on yourself. The beginning, you only focus on them. Them, 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 them. And then a time period shifts and you start focusing on yourself. And then you wonder why you're not happy. There's some simple things that if you follow them, they're pretty basic. But we like to make them more. And life isn't black and white. I'm not trying to say it is. Right. But there's some simple things that can that can help the quality of your life and business. Yeah, no. It's, I, was having, I was on the phone with a friend yesterday. And... Um, and we were talking about that, like literally, like it's not black and white. Like as humans, we're like we're super. We now we are complex, right? Because yes. we that's why we make complexity is because inside we're complex. Like we're yes. we're we're all screwed up, and it's not black and white. And you know, I, to me, that really goes back to something you said at the beginning, which is like, basically, stop judging yourself, give yourself some grace. Um, you know, there's a lot of things in this world I, I think that maybe we can't explain about life, we can't explain about ourselves. And, and so what we tend to do is judge ourselves for our actions in a situation as opposed to like, you know, connecting with ourselves in your, in your language. And so, I mean, that really resonated with me and um, yeah, people are, people are complex, but we can yeah. actually just get more. So it, to me, that's just some more argument to like, let's get as simple as we can. Let's get basic. Let's do basics really well and take the complexity out. So, or take the fancy out, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Well, dude, I super appreciate you spending some time with us today. Yeah, um, any last parting shots, anything at all that, that you want to share? DustinRunyon.com is the website we can all go to. Yeah. Uh, follow, follow you on your speaking gigs, catch up with whatever yeah. you're up to. Yeah, hit me on social, Facebook, uh, Instagram, whatever, all that stuff. Um, no, I love what you guys are doing with the Next Level Agents, man. You're creating a community that's, that's, uh, that's, that's true, that's raw, and that delivers real, true value. And uh, – I appreciate you. The industry needs more people like you guys. Right back at you, brother, man. I really appreciate you. Thanks for hanging out with us today, Dustin Runyon. Uh, guys listening, DustinRunyon.com. Check him out. Uh, you will not be disappointed in that, I guarantee. Thanks for time, Dustin. We'll talk to you later, buddy. All right, man. Take care. Later. That's it for today's show. Do me a favor if you enjoy this. Go over to iTunes or wherever you're listening at. Leave us a review. Share this episode with your friends. And for more great content, check us out in our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash next level agents. That's facebook.com forward slash groups next level agents. See you soon.